What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome back to the Bad Days Podcast. I'm one of your two hosts, Hassan Kader. I'm the other one, Isaiah Kendrick. Awesome. Guys, so last week, not my favorite episode of the pod. I'm going to keep it a buck fifty with you guys. It felt a little too scatterbrained. Um, but not in like a fun tangential. Let's talk about more something. in like a like a what can we do to make ourselves more upset kind of way. <laughs> how can we fill time? But also, how can I share my trauma mm-hmm. with you? So in that vein, this is going to be an hour and fifteen minutes of silence. <laughs> could you imagine? It's <laughs> like, hey, sit here and stare at you, maybe each other every now and then. <laughs> this is joint prayer. The podcast. Um, <laughs> no, guys. Uh, yeah. So. I went back and I listened to the one from the week before, which I think was probably the best episode of Bad Days we've done. Um, so I just realized a lot of what's fun about this podcast is is sharing more like funny old school stories, stuff like that. Obviously, we're still going to talk about the deep stuff when it comes up. But, um, you know, we're not neither of us are particularly depressed this moment of our lives. So I don't know. I don't need the podcast to reflect. Quite sad boy, the opposite. If I do say so myself. You're, you're depressed. Mm-mm. Speaking of depression, should we talk about our friend Connor? Oh, <laughs> Connor's not a, quite the segue, but sure. Connor's not specifically depressed right now. But no, what he's I, just kind of um, stupid. Actually, you know, if you were to, to bring that up to him, he would literally say, no, I'm always depressed because he just says things like that. <laughs> he just says things like that. So Connor Shaddix, mm. let's let's go ahead and, and start this by saying I have literally never loved somebody as much as I love Connor. Connor's one of my favorite people on the entire planet. Um, do you know why me and Connor are friends? You ever Dude, heard this story? No, I know it's like church things. OK, 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 OK. So um, back in circa circa 2018. My primary focus in life was I'm going to pursue my ex-girlfriend. I'm going to get my ex-girlfriend back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then outside of that, or in cause of that, I joined a church. And it was a nice church, good group of people. And uh, they had me involved in this thing called like Discovery Weekend. So if you've ever been to church and they have something called D-Now, it's basically like that. Um, just a lot of... Uh, young people going to a church to uh, be fed a lot of statements that elicit emotional experiences for them to feel closer to the Lord. <laughs> if I'm being honest, Solid not trying to be. not trying to spill tea or be like, "Hey, and something's wrong with it." That is kind of what it more or less what it is. But um, it's cool. Honestly, they do service projects and stuff during it. It's a good way for the kids to bond. But I go. It's a social event primarily. It's a social event primarily. I went to uh, to it, and this is after me, Mike's girlfriend, are broken up, and. Uh, you know, the first thing you do when you enter a room of people and you're like trying to pursue somebody, you look for your threats, right? You look around the room and uh, the thing was about this church, it's like primarily very strange looking people. Just very like, mm. just weird. Just like kind of, kind of like, you know, there's like in a group of, of people, you're like, that guy's kind of a little, he's a little bit of an oddball, right? It's like where all the oddballs in every community would <laughs> go to church. They would go to church at that church. I'm just not going to name it. I feel like I've said it before, so it doesn't matter, but I'm going to avoid naming it today. Um... So that's why I, I, I go to this church, you know, I look around at all the people cause I'd been there before, but I'd never like sized anyone up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once you find a threat, right, you find a really handsome person, attractive person, you have two options, right? Option one, you make them your enemy and you make them too scared to ever like make a move that would upset you. I'm not saying this is how normal people operate at all. I'm just saying this is like, <laughs> this is what you do, right? You do. Yeah. This. You yeah. do this. You do this. But no, tell but no <laughs> option one, you know, you, uh, you make, you make an enemy of them, Right. And they're too scared of you to cross you or whatever. Um, You know, Connor is so handsome. He's just a very handsome guy. And uh, I looked at the room. I was like, he's the only person here that could possibly be a threat to me. So then then option two came into place. If you don't want to meet their worst enemy, you be their best friend. <laughs> because then the you never... Benjamin Franklin approach. Dude, because you never... What is the Benjamin Franklin approach? So the, the story behind that is there was one guy in Congress or something that was like upset with him. 
like like trying to get like his votes and stuff denied or whatever. So we like he made him do him like a favor and like find him like his favorite book. And so the next time he came and in, into contact with him, they're like buddies, and he wasn't trying to um, screw him over anymore. Okay. Yes, correctly. It's the, let's call it that. It's the Benjamin Franklin approach. So I Ben Franklin the fuck out of him. Yeah. I was like, hey Connor, yeah, let's be buddies, <laughs> dude. Um, I like I love Connor. So that was that was a great decision. Good choice. Um, but. I did it because he was too hot to be my enemy. <laughs> he was too hot to be my enemy. Yes, too um, hot and too white. Uh, God, he was just this like little baseball player at a Christian school. Everything about him was as white, straight, cis male in the South as you could get. And now he's like this little little. Uh, have I did I ever tell Connor's the Connor's gay story in the pod? That might have happened in between. I feel like we okay, even if we touched it, I'm, I'm going to reiterate this story. Everything before this channel doesn't count podcast <laughs> episode-wise. So this is Hey, no, we had some good ones. Yeah. They're mixed in. Yeah. You can, And by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys know this. If you go to the main YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Hushman Kader, Bad Days is now featured on there. So hopefully we're going to get more people through that. But yeah, back to the thing with Connor. Um, you know, Connor, Connor was straight. Uh, or is straight. Uh, Connor... <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I don't even know how to tell the story properly anymore. He, uh, so we're we're all hanging out. It's me, him, and my friend Alex, uh, and we're we're having an interesting conversation. We're talking about is watching porn in a relationship cheating? And uh, up in the, in that point, I hadn't been in a serious relationship nor sexually active to a point where like oh, I don't know if I can I can't comment on this. I don't necessarily know. And then. You know, we just we kept talking about that, and then you know, porn came up. So it's like, what porn you like? like a really weird, uncomfortable. Like, like, you know, the because guys don't talk about stuff like this. No, like I, I know, like, it's not normal. Like a, well, our friend group is kind of open about this, but I guess it's not really normal. No, so. it's not at all. Do you know, like, like so, like girls just talk about everything. Not all girls, but the, I, I hear that the norm for women is that they just like every little detail about their sex lives and things like that. If they, yeah. they just talk about it, it's more comfortable. And like guys get, you know, hey, you're doing locker room talk, but like, you know, we don't really partake in that. No, no nothing we, serious. We 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 seldom bring this up. Worth so like, defending. it's definitely an interesting conversation to be had. And uh, me and Alex watch anime. Like we watch a lot of it, and we watch anime stuff together. And, um, you know, in anime, there is a genre of anime called hentai and it's just porn. It's, it's animated porn. I do not partake in hentai. Alex and I partake in hentai. We throw the joke out there. Hey, you want some hentai? And then Connor goes, watch that Futanari. (laughs) (laughs) So let me explain. (laughs) Futanari is the genre of anime hentai. It's a subgenre of hentai, which is a subgenre of anime Mm -hmm. where, um, it's women with penises, mm-hmm. and that is that is what Futanari is. So me and Alex know what I've the term is. Never heard this story before. That's crazy. Really, you haven't? No, I haven't. So Connor just brings up he and Connor doesn't watch anime. He's the furthest thing from a weeb. We've gotten him to watch one thing recently, mm. Your Name, which was yes. incredible. What an incredible film! Watch it. Not Futanari. <laughs> Not, no, no. Um, but he, <laughs> he just brings up Futanari. So me and Alex just like look at each other. And then we look back at him because he doesn't even watch anime. So how the fuck does he know about Futanari? He can't be like us who like we know what Futanari is because of the joke, because mm-hmm. we're weebs. We watch anime. In the rabbit hole. Yeah. Already. So he has no business. He's never seen a single thing in anime, and he just like throws out the term Futanari. We just like, kind of look at him and be like, okay. Uh, we keep moving on. We're in like the Taco Bell drive-through. We're just fucking chilling, <laughs> vibing. And he just goes, "It's not the penis that I have a problem with, you know. Like, like I have nothing. Like I have no issues with the dick. It's just like I'm not attracted like the masculine physique, you know." You know, like like a girl with a dick would be a dream. And I think like, I think he's joking, but the way he said it, so sincere. <laughs> he has a way of talking where you can't really tell if he's being serious or not until like he 
Says it multiple times. <laughs> so he does that, and then uh, Alex and I share a glance. We just leave it. Like that's we're, I, I left it that night. I wasn't gonna delve any deeper. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so we move on. Um, and then you know, a couple days later, we go play disc golf. Just the boys playing around a disc. Uh, I don't play disc golf. I carry the discs and I walks like, around in nature. Well, they go on. Yeah, they go on these really beautiful hikes. Like I like do push ups and follow along with them. And I like to carry the bags of the discs. But we're playing disc golf. And we're sitting in the car, and I just you know I just realized like I should probably ask. I was like, Hey, Connor, crazy thing, man. You know we're gonna love you regardless because we've always loved you, and there's nothing different. About it. Hey, bud. Are you bisexual? And he's like, No, no, not at all, dude. <laughs> Ugh. I'm like, are you bi curious? Mm. Uh he's like, No, no. Wait, dude. I was there for this one. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, this. No, I'm not I'm not bi curious, dude. It's just like, you know, like I grew up not liking ranch and then I like really like ranch now. So like life is long. Ah. So <laughs> <laughs> there is a line. So, you know, quote. life's life's long. Life and is long. Just because I don't like dick right now doesn't mean I won't like it later. Like you guys have no idea what you'll want in life later. And I was like, mm. <laughs> so <laughs> Connor, buddy, wait, <laughs> that's not, uh, and I was like, and then there's other people in the car. I was like, Hey Nathan, buddy right now. And to the end of time, would you be interested in a penis in your butt or your mouth? And he's like, mm, no, Isaiah, same question. Mm, no, Connor life's long. Hey buddy, you're by, uh, you're by curious. <laughs> I'm not saying you're bisexual. You're by curious at the very least. And that was a moment that like he never knew. He had no idea up until he didn't that have moment. Any vocabulary for what he was feeling, really. dude. He didn't know he was bi. He thought every single guy was like, "Oh yeah, I love me some boobies, love women, and also I love a rock hard." Co-. Like, <laughs> dude, what? <laughs> like, he legitimately believed that, which is incredible. Um, just an enigma of a man. I love him, uh, but that's probably so. So this little conservative baseball player, little Christian boy that I met at at the old church, mm-hmm. is not who I'm friends with these days. He's he's gone through quite a a metamorphosis. Um, I would argue that he has somehow become more liberal than me in many respects. Indeed. (laughs) Um, Connor is the type that is, even though most of us are all vaccinated and we're in a completely vaccinated area or whatever, he will wear a mask and he will be like, I don't know, man. I need to fucking wear a mask because he's like, I'm scared. I'll look like a Republican. But like the thing as is, you should be. as you should wear a mask. But seriously, if, it, if it's a situation where you need to wear a mask, wear a mask. Make sure you do. Um, I'm leaving for LA tomorrow. I got to make sure I pack masks. I need yes, to double check my bags. I don't know how they do it. I don't know what the situation is out there. Well, I need it for the the airplane, <laughs> the airplane, <laughs> the airplane, regardless mm. um, and airports and stuff like that. But um, it no, sounds I, miserable wearing a mask for it's that fine. long straight. For real? Honestly, it's fine. How long is the flight from uh, here to LA? Six hours total, but like I have to stop in Dallas for a little bit. Okay. So it's like six hours of travel time. Um, it's not terrible. Uh, I just kind of watch TV and stuff and turn my brain off. Or I'll sleep. Hopefully, like I'm probably not gonna get a ton of sleep tonight. Like my flight is in twelve hours, so like I'm not gonna sleep a ton mm. anyways. Because um, I have to edit this and upload it immediately, so I don't forget to do it. Because I don't have two days to do it. Because I'm leaving all this stuff here. Um, but yeah, uh, back to what we were talking about, Connor. Just, just he's, he's become so much more liberal than me. But uh, he's so he's just an interesting character, so different from the day that I met him, and he's so talented. He's like a wonderfully, wonderfully talented musician, like fucking incredible. Good songwriter. He, he's written some beautiful songs. He's written a couple songs about me. Fuck you, dude. Don't you ever write it like like <laughs> I was like having a, the miserable thing with the ex, and he just like pulls out the songs like "Cause You Were My One and Only," <laughs> always there when I was lonely. He like, knew the assignment. You were the he one to hold me when I needed he you. He did the wrong assignment though. Bro, nah. <laughs> it was a good good grade, but it wasn't. It was for a different class. Yeah, 
So uh, he's so great at all that stuff. And I bring up all these great things. And we've talked about it for 10 minutes because I'd like to shit on him now. Um, it's time. Dude, Connor has the worst fucking takes <laughs> I've heard in my entire life. So this morning... Uh, we're we're trying to go to this nice donut place over in in, in Birmingham called, called Hero Donuts. Hero Donuts, mm-hmm. really good donuts if you like donuts. Um, but Hassan had told me that Connor didn't like Hero Donuts, um, and so when when I called them, I told him, "Hey, we're gonna go to Hero Donuts for some breakfast, like brunch, whatever we were doing." And uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, so like I actually don't like Hero Donuts because like it's just the quality uh quality to price ratio." ratio. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't fit, and the bread kind of tastes weird. I, actually, I think Walmart is overall better, like priced and quality wise. Walmart so, donuts, Hero Donuts is like amazing. Yes, if you ever it's in Atlanta, Georgia, it's in Birmingham, Alabama. It is so good. Not only are their donuts good, but their burgers and their sandwiches are delicious because they're fucking baking that bread at the shop. Bro. It's freshly baked. This bitch likes. Day old fucking bread. I <laughs> That's swear. what I told him. I'm like, Bro. I think you like, think you like day old bread, man. I literally yeah, use that flavor. Um, but in that vein, a couple days ago, I started to keep track of Connor's bad takes. Um, we'll start with Bruno Mars dropped uh the new album Silk Silver, right? That's what it's called, and with Anderson Pack, and there's some hits on there. And then that song was going really viral on TikTok. This bitch got me paying a rent, paying a trips, diamonds on my whatever. It's a fucking great song. It's, it's gas. It's fantastic. Listen to it. Fantastic song. Um, I just got a we've blocked an unsecure URL so I wonder what sketchy websites the other person in the house is looking at what are you doing down there Uh, I got that every time Alex look at manga in my house Um, (laughs) but yeah so Bruno Mars is fantastic also Bruno Mars is like a hit artist in our generation Hmm. I mean like what I like uh, 24k golden just like like every he i feel like he just puts out amazing stuff i want to say he's like the closing of michael jackson that we've gotten not like i agree i think he's uh, like he's right like he's not obviously no one's going to be able to compare talent wise but he's <laughs> like in the in death he's more in the tradition than like someone like usher is what uh, the fuck does usher do dude he was because like, he was like a big michael jackson like person it was like it was usher it was michael jackson and Usher was inspired by him, and then Justin Bieber. <laughs> so that that was you the I'd write a symphony. <laughs> <sighs> but no, Bruno Mars definitely he likes that old fashioned kind of like old sounding like seventies eighties kind of jam. And that's it's just a seventies jam. But I'm talking about like as an artist and what he does to music and culture. Mm. I don't think anyone has as much of an impact. And now TikTok has really skewed that. But before TikTok, it was Bruno Mars. And I think even now, it is Bruno Mars in some respects. Every time he puts out songs and stuff, and for a while, because he wasn't putting out as many albums, he was just putting out hits. Mm-hmm. It's hits. Hit after hit after hit. After hit so after hit. So I think you could unequivocally say Bruno Mars is good, even if you're like it's not your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Connor would go as far as to say Bruno Mars is bad and has not put out a single good song since Doo-Wop Hooligans. <laughs> what a fucking take. That's one of Connor's bad takes. What was it? Did he have any reasoning? behind because the reasoning is always the I'll best be, part I'll of be these ask, me, ask me i'll be connor so why don't you like bruno mars dude it's just fucking it's like terrible i fucking hate it, it sounds terrible like, i literally hate it what's bad about it i literally just don't like it i don't like it i don't think it sounds good it's not as good as doo-wop hooligans he hasn't put a single song out since today i don't feel like doing yeah. anything that wasn't even one of his best works i just wanna dude when i was a kid i think <laughs> what, what's that lyric it's like uh Throw my hand in my pants, nobody. Yes. In like in eighth grade, I was like, yo, that, what a fucking lyric. Yeah, that's so relatable. He's throwing his hand in his <laughs> pants. <laughs> like, um, mm. So there's one of his bad takes. Mm-hmm. Hates Bruno Mars. Just a fucking critically acclaimed artist. Um, and then this, this one, I'm going to need to preface this so severely. Mm-hmm. Everybody of every shape and size is worthy of love and they are inherently beautiful and all of that stuff. I'm prefacing it. Because I think it's important bef- that, that I say that and that I do not want to in any way, shape, or form demean anybody. 
uh, at all. Connor, his primary attraction to, and this is this is his exact description of it. He says he likes women who are just shy of obesity. Now, I don't mean that. <laughs> like, like I don't know how to talk about this. It's just a weird thing that, like, like okay, because and the and heart wants what the heart wants. I guess. It does, it does, and there's nothing wrong with attractions. I'm not, I'm not king shaming him for being attracted to that. It's also the fact that another one of his bad takes is that he finds like objectively attractive women, just people that like always be like, oh my god, she's gorgeous, mm-hmm. finds them ugly. Hmm. He went on a date with this girl that had to be like one of the prettiest people I've seen in my entire life. Like, truly. And he goes, ah, I wasn't feeling it. And then the next girl, he's like, there's this really plus-size TikToker, and this girl looks just like her, and that's who he dates next. I was Oof. like, okay, good lord. Um, fill time. I'm going to open right. the door for the cat. So, everyone, I'm also the host, but I'm worse at talking, so I'm just going to kind of fill time here. Exactly what he told me to do. Because it, it works better when we're both having... a. I'm not. I'm not Curtis Connor. I can't just talk to the yeah, camera Curtis and just Connor just say stuff. My mic has been off. What? Dang it! I had my mic. No, 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 not the whole time. Just for the last fifteen or so seconds. Okay. Okay. I yeah, think they'll true. still hear it. I'll go back. <laughs> Reverse. Yep. This is something where I should probably edit it out, but yeah, you know, I don't have the time to do that today. Who so. has the time? Who cares? Um, but yeah, back to to um, to Connor. Uh, nothing wrong with what he finds attractive. Like that's just it's just funny. And uh, now he says his ideal uh, ideal woman is a larger woman with a penis. So he's he's really coming to his own as like a didn't bisexual. He, didn't you also say it was like um. Like just shy of obese. Yeah, that was his ideal type. He said just shy, not ob- He's like not obese, but like almost obese. <laughs> <laughs> I love Connor. Connor's fucking amazing. He's, and an, he's one of our more eccentric friends. He is because everything, be sure. everything he says, it's like it's it's very similar to me in that respect. Of like, it's like zero to a hundred for every fucking thing that is ever just talked be, about. Just be saying stuff. Bro. Just be saying some out of pocket stuff. But I love him. Uh, and 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 look, there's nothing wrong with what he finds attractive. I think everyone's entitled to loving what they love and liking what they like. I just think it's it's, it's he has a collection of oddities and it's, things that is. are out of the if norm. If you want to just want to rip your fucking like <laughs> hair out of your head, watch him swipe on a dating app. Oh my god, Isaiah! So we, we were <laughs> driving back from the beach, and Isaiah sat next to him while he swiped on Tinder and Bumble. And Isaiah literally said, this is the most frustrating thing. <laughs> and the thing with him, every time he swipe left, because he's so handsome, it'd be like, you have missed a match. It was... <laughs> if, man, if I understand. Like, if I had that kind of face, bro, I don't... I'd, he I looks like a Disney star. He just takes it for granted. He just takes <laughs> it for, for absolute granted. It's fair. Uh, <sighs> his, uh, a couple more of his bad takes, because I think this is the last one that is uh, worth talking about. He's just like, honestly, guys, I like hate Christmas. <laughs> and then it's like because uh, we were talking about Christmas movies he goes literally they don't make good Christ- like the best Christmas movie is probably Die Hard oh my god which is bro. like that is a fucking take from <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine which is a funny take from Brooklyn Nine-Nine but you're not Andy Samberg being Jake Peralta well, on I Brooklyn mean, Nine-Nine maybe he you know you and, and he have a thing where you kind of blend reality with the media that you watch so I've gotten so much better at not doing that I feel like I've been as more as far as I know 
as far as you know. Well, the thing is, my reality is just as as weird and zany these days. But um, dude, he talks about not liking Christmas. And I mean, then, and I don't think like not like disliking Christmas is inherently a bad thing because like no. it's like seasonal and you know. If you're like a well, that person. and then he talked about how Christmas movies are all objectively bad and Christmas yeah. music is not good. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, <laughs> 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 when the weather outside is bright, yo, turn that off. It's That's the, terrible. The blanket statements, you know, for like obviously diverse things like Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and then he talked about <sighs> how Home Alone is maybe one of the worst movies he's seen in his life. You know, sometimes the people you love frustrate you endlessly. They do, they do. And then the last take was in the vein of that. He's, he said, uh, for those of you who don't know, I grew up a Muslim in southern Alabama. <clears throat> no, central Alabama. Yeah, sorry, central Alabama. Um, to abusive parents, to say the least. Connor knows all this, and his exact statement was about Christmas and about growing up. Dude, I would fucking trade lives with Hudson in a heartbeat. I'd love to grow up the way he did. And then I'm like, you wouldn't and last 10 seconds. He goes, when you, you think I wouldn't? <laughs> when you initially said that, I thought he was talking about you now. But then the fact that he went on to say you want to grow up like you did, like, I'm good. I don't care how successful I end up. I'm I'm good with a milquetoast <laughs> normal upbringing. What, you wouldn't want to live the life that I've lived, dude? Uh, No. Not even a little bit? It would be cool to be a multilingual. Yeah, um, that's that's fair. Um, <laughs> I did this uh Mickey Mouse on Omegle video the other day, and Omegle has, like, a very large population of just, like, Indian or Pakistani people. And, like, dude... I don't know what the fuck's wrong with them because they're like eating breakfast in their kitchens and they're on Omegle. <laughs> like what kind of six day Omegle is a website where you um, literally just FaceTime strangers essentially. That's like basically what it is. Um, if and you're familiar with this content, you should probably know about Omegle by now. Yeah. If you're familiar with the content, it's it's super uh, integral to what I do or it's going to be more integral to what I do because I'd like to mix that in with the Mickey stuff. It's doing well. It's not doing not doing crazy numbers, but it's doing well. It's what got you where you are kind of. It is. Originally, it gave me my first 500,000 followers for Omegle videos, but um, yeah, uh, it's like, I don't know why these Indian Pakistan, like you, you do fucking Omegle in your, on your shitty laptop at night with three of your friends in a dark room. That's what people do Omegle. That's what normal people do Omegle. This is like, like in their fucking living room, kitchen, whatever. They're eating fucking chapati and naan with a little halwa puri rice and they're fucking on Omegle. Uh, but I did this bit where I like talk to the guy and I do this Mickey Mouse voice with like an Indian accent. Cause it, it's this funny little little thing. And then I'd be like, hey, what's your or I would say, Apka naam kya hai? So I'd literally ask him in in Urdu or Hindi, like, what's your name? And then he'd be like, this one just, my name is Nami Krishna. And I was like, I don't give a fuck is what I respond <laughs> with. <laughs> I just do it. But yeah, that's the only that's the most recent like bilingual thing I've done. We watched uh <laughs> dude, we sat around and watched Bollywood movies the other night. Yeah, we watched uh, I, I never actually watched <laughs> It was, it was, okay, that was a strange one. I knew, I already knew that, because Bollywood has a reputation for, like, weird editing and weird plots. It's like telenovelas, uh, but. That's so different, because Bollywood has telenovelas. Kind of worse, though. Their daytime television is telenovelas. Really? All of them are. But their Bollywood movies, because that's not, I think that's different than Bollywood itself. Um, Mm. But Bollywood music, or movies are, every movie is a musical. Every single one, and the, even the ones about sci-fi aliens who dude. Help no, you didn't hear the song people. in that one, did you? Fuck, we didn't play the song. It's no. so it's like jadu. That just means magic. Jadu. It's like it's got such a good beat to it, man. This shit. This shit. Hits. We got. We got to listen. To We're it gonna listen this. to it after this <laughs> is done. Um, yeah. So uh, 
I, I actually recently, we were all just hanging out at my house and uh, we're a little drunk, just having a good old time. And I just randomly decided I wanted to put that on. Mm-hmm. And we I translated every single sentence. And Alex was like, I knew you were bilingual, but I didn't know you were bilingual. <laughs> like I fucking <laughs> fluent in another You'd language. You'd be hiding that shit from the world. I just like, I refuse to embrace my culture at all mm-hmm. because of how jaded I've become ca- uh, by it. But like there was a few years ago, you were like, "Oh, you know, there's a guy in the in the gas station. He asked me what my name was. He asked if I was Indian. And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, man.' Because you you were you were like on a, on a path to more like embracing your heritage, yeah, and that kind of stuff. But I guess I guess some stuff changed since. So then. so I mean, the thing with that was it was just like at the exact same time, I had my ex girlfriend asking me more questions about my like upbringing and stuff mm-hmm. like stuff they never asked me when we were dating but they were in another country so they're like oh now i'm gonna ask him all the questions about him being muslim now that he's not muslim and all these stuff so i was like suddenly like more invested in it i felt like i'd put i'd like shelved all of that and now i was finally getting to unpack it and then i just kind of stopped unpacking it but i didn't like put it away mm. um i just haven't felt like compelled to be like oh i love this there's no part of that that i loved and then i realized like there's some of the music that i like I wouldn't listen to it. like I wouldn't jam to it for any reason, but like nostalgia music, like it, it just mm. some of it hits. Some it of it makes different. I understand that, a thousand percent. Um, so so there's some stuff here and there. Uh, I just I think it's it, it's hard for me to separate that culture and that upbringing from the people in that culture through like art, my communities I've grown up with, my mom and like people like that that have severely let me down. Mm. That like I almost just loop them in together. Like I don't like this thing, but really really I don't like their treatment of me and that has nothing to do with the other thing maybe the other thing is annoying there's this movie called i am kabir singh and it is so fucking hilariously bad i did a commentary track on it on twitch on my birthday last year oh and it was the most fun thing i've ever done i haven't seen that one yet it's incredible and uh i mean it's just so bad and my mom is like functionally just like a child in every mm-hmm. way she acts not in like she's she's kind of one of the worst people in my life but not to get depressing about it i only bring this up to say the reason I pulled up the commentary track because I watched most of this movie at my aunt's house with my mom and my cousins, and the movie's insane. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is just like verbally and physically abusive to this girl constantly. <laughs> he is a doctor in this movie, and he multiple times does surgery while drunk and intoxicated. And you're supposed to feel bad for him when he loses his medical license. He at one point <laughs> oh, does <laughs> several drugs, and there is a Dutch tilt panning shot of him and like a camera's going above him in the bed and spinning while he's peeing blood. Into his pants because he's asleep and he pees himself. Fucking atrocious movie. My mom like cries during this movie like multiple times. Like, it's like, really emotionally invested. It's the fucking. That's like some anime stuff when you have a really unsavory protagonist. We're supposed to feel bad about it. There's a couple. Uh, if you really want to hate yourself, like maybe the most atrocious thing I've watched reviews of, and then I saw half of one episode and I hated it so much I never put it back on. I think it's called the redo of Healer. I Don't look. I've heard about that. It's so bad. It is literally like, it's it's about a guy who gets tortured and killed and uh or tortured and raped but he has got like a magic power that can like heal people and stuff like that um so uh he redoes time he goes back in time and then it's just him r-wording all of the people and doing terrible things and killing lots of people it's a very terrible terrible show terrible concept so that's what my brain went to we just did terrible shows (laughs) Uh, but uh yeah no fucking pakistani movies are just (laughs) a special type of of weird um, I thought the Eternals did a really funny rip on them where it's like, it's, it's really like just like things nepotism, that, ha- that kind of stuff. Nepotism. What Eternals did you watch? What? You remember? Cause he was talking about how, uh, cause 
the, the joke was that he had his son and his grandson. Oh, because it was all him. Yeah, it was all him. It's not nepotism. I don't mm-hmm. think I think there's rarely generational mm-hmm. Bollywood actors, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think there's more generational American actors. You just don't notice as much. Like oh, a thousand percent. Denzel like Washington's son. Yes. What is it, George? American and English. Like the, there's no room for like people to come in the act, in the acting industry. There's like three people that act. Bro, pitch. the girl who's acting in Hawkeye right now as um, Hawkeye's daughter, Anthony Russo's daughter. Joe Russo's daughter, the director of the Russo mm. brothers. But I'm glad that she got to come back because they recasted freaking Emma Furman. Uh, mm. She they recasted her in Ant Man, the girl who played Scott Lang's older daughter. Yeah, they they were they're doing Young Avengers. they and for Ant Man and Quantumania, they just recasted her. And Emma Furman found out on Twitter. Yo, fucked up, that's fucked un- up. That's, that's unprofessional. super fucked up. Bro. It's so unprofessional, and uh, they didn't even tell her why. I guess like she, I think she's pretty, but I don't think she's like. Hollywood fundamentally like look at her cookie cutter like mm. and this other girl perfect kind of the other girl is literally like blonde and like model type whatever mm. and very you know boring yeah except whatever but I just think it would have been fine had they casted her initially I would have not complained at all mm-hmm. but it's because they casted Emma Furman and they went back on no it I don't like yeah. I just don't like stuff like that that's just disrespectful and I'm not a fan of it feels icky feels icky and gross and Speaking of icky and gross, let's talk about fame and money and how I've become a monster. No, uh, want to talk about the thumbnail, dude? Oh yeah, I, was gonna, I knew you were gonna. Yeah, had to bring this up. This happened today. So, um, people since I started this YouTube channel have been requesting me to react to this video called Suicide Mouse. Um, it's this really old school video. So there's this story that there was this hidden, uh, this secret animation that Walt Disney made. Uh, I think it was called Mickey Coes to Hell or something like that, where Mickey's walking down a street and his expression gets more and more solemn. He has his hands behind his back, and it's just a very creepy, sketchy thing. Then someone wrote a creepypasta about it, and then someone made yeah, an animation. Like creepypasta right off the bat. Well, yeah, and then someone wrote a creepypasta about it, and then uh, someone animated. There's a couple people that have animated versions of it, right? Mm. And they want me to watch the, the the thing, so I go, I watch it, and it's this is a very popular thing. Like videos about it, I get like ten million views from mm-hmm. years. Like it's just uh, a really well known urban legend in the creepy pasta space and stuff like that. So I finally get around to doing it on stream last night. Do a quick little reaction. The video is nine minutes long. Had to do the Mickey voice and hold my. I had to stand up for this because I wanted the camera shot to look mm-hmm. really good. So I had to stand and hold the fucking puppet and do the voice for nine minutes straight. Um, but the video is doing well. This is probably my best performing long-form video in some time. Usually my long-form videos get views in two weeks after I post, but it hasn't even been 24 full hours yet, and it's already gotten like 75,000 views, which mm. is awesome. Um, so that's it's doing well. Mm. Um, I'm having fun. I had fun making it, and when I was making the thumbnail for it, I went on Google, and I looked up Suicide Mouse, and I literally picked the coolest image to me, and it was like a screenshot of the video with text over it, that said, is this real with an arrow that points to it? Like, mm-hmm. not, it's nothing crazy. It's not real artwork nothing, in the slightest. Nothing artistic or creative. Nothing <laughs> about it is special. Uh, so I make that the thumbnail, except I put, like, my puppet over um, over the thing. Like, I put it over the thumbnail, uh, over the text part of the thumbnail. I put, like, a, a JPEG of the puppet. Mm. And I put the word suicide mouse because there wasn't any text on there. And I even made a secondary thumbnail. I was going to replace that later. I just, I figured for initially, like, that was going to get more clicks. I don't know. I, I was looking at it because the most popular video that has over a million views about Suicide Mouse was that thumbnail. And I didn't know that till after the fact. So I was like, hey, let's do that. And uh, I don't think anything of it. And this dude DMs me. Uh, I'm not going to dox him or anything because I think he's just, it's just lame. It's just lame. So he, he DMs me and it's a screenshot of his 
suicide mouse thing and then mine underneath it with um hey i noticed that in your suicide mouse video you ended up using my thumbnail i'm glad you at least edit it with the mickey puppet but if you want to use the thumbnail at all you should have just all you had to do was ask and give credit i'm not mad just a little disappointed due to your large following he says that doesn't wait for me to respond immediately tweets out uh oh he delete no did he delete the thread he tweeted about it twice he tweeted about you it. You took screenshots of it, didn't you? Yeah, he deleted the tweets. He deleted the tweets. Oh, oh. I have screenshots, though. Yeah. Receipts time. Receipts time. He said, um, he tweets out. He says, excuse me, but what the F? And it's like the two screenshots of our, our thumbnails up and down. For those of you wondering, yes, I did message them about it. I wasn't confrontational at all. It just stated how I would have... Uh, allowed them to do this had they just asked for it and gave me credit for the original thumbnail. It's not a big deal. It was my art and they used it. Then I'd be pissed. But I would expect better from someone with over a million subscribers. They should know about the principle of asking permission and giving credit. Dog. <laughs> it's a fucking screenshot <laughs> from that video. You would have thought that he like painted the Mona Lisa or something. Dude. You just copied it. And the thing is, I had a secondary thumbnail. thumbnail ready to go. Like, I already had one made that we all agree looks mm. better. And he asked me if he should just, like, like make it seem like, oh, my, my bad. But I was like, nah, dog. I mean, and my, my, my original response to him, because before, before I read those tweets, I was like, hey, holy crap, got the wrong thumbnail. That's on me. And, and truthfully, it was a th like a placeholder thumbnail. I figured it would get more clicks initially, but I wanted to replace it with a nicer thumbnail mm. that was higher res, higher quality. And I was like, that's on me. Here's the actual thumbnail. That was a play sort of thing. I was like, I like to mock up thumbnails to get initial clicks. I'll happily toss your name in the description when I get time. Uh, great video. We watched a snippet of it on stream. Then I see the tweets. I'm pissed. So I sent him a screenshot of that. I said, I Googled Suicide Mouse, downloaded it off Google Images so I could mock up and edit. It's not some intentionally malicious threat of your content. Uh, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I could mock up. It's not some intentionally malicious theft of your content. From what I can see, it's a literal screenshot from the video with text added. I would have never considered taking someone's original art without requesting permission. Just indirectly saying, hey, this isn't even art. Why are you so pressed in the first place? Right. And then he responds, thank you for messaging me. Because, <laughs> dude, he's got like 13,000 subs. That video uh, got a million views for him, and then he's got 13,000 subs. And it's like, it, it, he's not like... I feel like this, this kind of thing has happened before where someone will come at you so hard and then they'll just acquiesce immediately. Me specifically? Maybe I'm thinking about Discord stuff instead, but, you know. In general, it's a thing of like people don't think that YouTubers read their messages. So, like, there's people that have been saying, John Mayer, like, I hope you kill yourself and like stuff like that. And then he responded to one of them and like, hey, just out of curiosity, are you saying that because like just because it's like the culture and the bit to like say that stuff or do you actually want me to die? And she responds, no, 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 John Mayer. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's just the, the gag because, you know, we love Taylor and all that. And he goes, OK, gotcha. Thank you. Because um, they don't expect people like because we read our fucking DMs like I read all my DMs. This guy's response was That's cringe, bro. Thank you for messaging me back, and I completely understand. I take the same approach with thumbnails as well, so I can understand where you're coming from. I'm glad we were able to talk directly, and that it was just a big misunderstanding. I apologize if my post caused any trouble, dude. That's so lame. It's like that's how everyone is. It's just like they they they're ready. They'll come for the for the heat. And be prepared for you to not respond, and so they can like tweet about it for the next day or so, cause some controversy, and then, you know, what was that going to do to my career? You know, like okay, not a cool damn thing. <laughs> like, and they got they got nine likes on those tweets as well. Uh, maybe more, but probably time way more. But uh, probably had like twelve or thirteen by the time they deleted. Ooh, but who cares? Popping it's off, bro. 
Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I don't really know how Twitter scales exactly, so I don't know what a lot is or a little. I have no idea, dude. I have like a thousand followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I well, and 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 I had like before YouTube took off. I think I had maybe three hundred, but it's gone up recently because mm-hmm. YouTube's Twitter tweeted me out the other day. Oh yeah, you did the the takeover thing. I did. I did a takeover of the YouTube creator's Twitter account. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to share my journey as a creator. They edited it into like a really cool video. And the um, thread was filled with people complaining about the dislike button thing. I Yep. There were some people that were really happy with me. A lot of huge creators followed me, which is cool. YouTube creators did follow me at the end of that. Hey. So now I have literally one of YouTube's owned accounts follows me. I'm leaving tomorrow. The reason I'm going to LA day a- tomorrow is that the day after that, uh, I have to buy holiday sheet clothes because I... I'm going to the YouTube Creator Dinner, uh, YouTube Shorts Creator Dinner, which is very exciting, and I'm very, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, uh, no, the the whole comment thread, people are really upset about the whole dislikes thing. Yeah, and I, you know, I honestly, since I've been back like on YouTube, like since the change, I kind of understand. No, I hate it. Like, 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 I get why they wouldn't want the dislike thing because the dislike button can like it can encourage people like brigading and like harassment which and stuff. i guess their 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 argument for it and it's fair it's a fair argument there is no dislike button on tiktok there is no dislike button on twitter there is no dislike button on instagram so that's their that's their retaliation right but youtube is you know it's always been a different kind of platform when it comes to that kind of thing i agree i agree and i think fundamentally like they addressed it in a really weird way and that I don't think that their sample size was big enough for them to make such grandiose statements of like our research shows that this makes people happier. When you go to tech reviews or like tutorials and shit like that, bro, they have like a hundred likes and five thousand dislikes, and yeah. now it just has a hundred likes and twenty thousand views. So I'll click on it and I'll follow this instruction. And I will corrupt my computer. That's a big thing. <laughs> and now you got to read through all the comments to make sure, like you know, vet. And, and you should be like vetting your stuff anyway. But there's a good chance if if the tech review thing has a bunch of dislikes, then there's something wrong. You should like like a red flag. Right. Oh my god! One of the funniest things I saw somebody tweet out: Yo, this song has like ten million likes. It must be a great song. And it was like Friday by Rebecca Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the most disliked videos of all time, <laughs> dude. YouTube and someone said YouTube got so upset that they had to cancel Rewind because people Lol. disliked it so much <laughs> they canceled dislikes too. Um, uh, I forgot about that. That was like what 2019. Or YouTube like Rewind was a lot. Yeah, 2019 was the last you know, like one. The most uh, goodness. Fortnite. Marquez Brownlee. <laughs> Marquez Brownlee. Marquez <laughs> Brownlee. Will Smith was awesome when he first yeah. hit social media. He's still cool, but yeah, Will Smith and uh, and Jack Black they do it really well. Jablinski. Yes, Jablinski Games. Jablinski Games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping to be in a rewind one day. Maybe they'll bring it back. No, they won't. Now that they don't have the dislike. They've said that they said that creators doing rewind was more. They like because Mr. Beast did rewind mm-hmm. and like a bunch of the meme accounts did rewinds instead of YouTube doing it. And I, I looked at you know, I looked at the the YouTube rewind like actually and like the narrative around YouTube rewind like from a lot of the folks that I was following is that it didn't really reflect the people that were actually using the platform. But, like, that's kind of not true. Because it seemed like the, it, were, it was just a lot of the popular folks. Um, it, it, there were too many celebrities, for one. Like, there were too many, like, late-night like talk shows. Yeah. Them, but there, so, when I think the last one was, like, the 2014 one was the last one that was really well-received. And then after that, the issue was that the Viners got the spotlight. And the truthfully, mm-hmm. they were the biggest YouTubers that year. Yeah, a lot of them still are the biggest YouTubers. So. But they're not well-liked. So, it's, like, at, from, like, a company standpoint, not to, like, have them cameo for sure, but to make them, like, a central focus just feels, like really tone deaf especially back then it was like all that the minor and, and youtube would legitimately skip out on like huge 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 creators phil defranco didn't get it until 2018 i believe mm. which like that's weird dude he's been on youtube since it started 
uh, there are things like that that like I never got. Um, that, but YouTube, you know, it's weird. I I think I'm like. I wouldn't call myself a preferred creator from YouTube because I don't think it's my content. It's me as a person that YouTube really likes because I've been able to talk to like people who work at YouTube and people on the creator shorts team and stuff like that. So I've been able to like create some semblance of a relationship with them. But my God, is it so weird to be popular on a platform and not have the platform itself acknowledge you? Like mm. that seems like cause <laughs> some, someone said, uh, someone in the, in the chat, because mm. I talked about it on, on Twitch or not on Twitch, on my YouTube stream and they said, Wah, wah, wah. You're mad because they won't pat you on the back and tell you did a good job. You have millions of followers. Get the fuck over it. Someone never created anything in their life before. Dude, do you have any idea what it's like to have 5 million followers and be one of the fastest growing creators in an entire year, right? 2021 calendar. I'm no Cabby Lame or Bella Porch, but mm-hmm. I was fucking huge on TikTok. And one thing I noticed about TikTok is like recently, a lot of like my old like favorite TikToks, they just have the sound to move now. Like yep. I guess they just so TikTok just goes back and removes the sound. TikTok like goes back and they don't notify you. I have tons of muted audios. I maybe no just delete the video then, like, because what's the point? That and oh my god, it's just inf- it's infuriating how stupid they are with every single thing that they do. With their, it's like they don't want their creators to want to be on the platform in the they first don't. place. They don't. They care about their number one. They take Charlie Addison, Bella Porch. And whoever is their most marketable motherfuckers, they can fucking slap their TikTok. That fucking Emily Guzman girl, the, the fucking girl who just says, th- no, she's the girl who oh, was like, hey, guys, I went to graphic design school and this is logo is kind of boring. So oh, the, the YouTube ad? Uh, the one? girl who's just like sorority, pretty normal girl doing honestly like one of the lesser creative things. Seen. It's been it, one or two of them were really funny. But now like companies will every company known to man has been in her comment section to like redesign her logo. And then she just yeah. makes like really shitty logos, which is, fu- that's Brands. funny. It's a funny joke. But TikTok was like commenting on her first video like that. Redo ours. Bro, maybe unban my <laughs> fucking account for a second, dog. And and it's like, what and do they, you- They have no accountability because everything's like automated before you Dude, can even reach have, a person. Uh, they, they, you've never been able to reach a person. No one has ever talked to a TikTok employee about our grievances. Really? They talk to like their partner managers and their partner yeah, managers. I thought you talked to someone- but like some person had interacted and said like, yeah, we're going to talk to fix some. No, I have a guy who uh, has a business account with TikTok. Mm. So like he's like a brand or a company. So all he does is say that I'm one of his clients and I represent him in like an official capacity. He's like, hey, bring back my client's account and they just do it in 24 hours. It's fucking it's Jack that I had to literally use Money some speaks, random. You know? Money speaks. I'd use some random guy from Twitter. Uh, his name's Zadalus. He's super nice to. Oh, I probably shouldn't say uh, not enough people listen to this podcast that are creators. We're fine. Um, I only say don't want to say his name that way. People aren't spamming him to get their TikTok account back uh, because yeah. it's it's just like problematic because everyone needs help. I own the TikTok band victims chat on <laughs> on Instagram, so I know this. Um, and then you have people like I had a guy who he's my friend ish. I don't necessarily talk to him or hang out with him anymore because he's just very adamant about how you hoard resources. And he's like, he's like when he found out that I could get because he initially said, "Hey man, don't worry. If you ever get banned, literally." <laughs> Why are you laughing, Zay? Because <laughs> you're doing the voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> he is an African American young man, and he was raised by white people, and <laughs> it reflects. So literally, he's just like, "No, seriously, man, don't worry. If you ever get banned, my TikTok partner manager will be on it so quick. You don't even know. We're gonna get your account unbanned. Don't even worry about a thing." So when I got banned, he's like, "Yeah, my manager's not even responding to my emails anymore." Like bruh, but like That's he did get people. He did get well. I uh, there's, 
There's a narrative, like, I think he did try and help, but his other, like, we have mutual friends that were like, nah, I don't think he tried to help at all. We think he, he didn't, but um, he says all of this, and then he, he calls me later, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did get my cat back. He goes, how'd you get it back, bro? And I was like, oh, yeah, some guy from Twitter who's super nice and helpful. He goes, bro, don't tell anybody about that. Because if they find out about it, then, like, everyone's going to try and use it, and then you're not going to be able to get your account back. It's very, like, worry about yourself and not worrying about anybody else. And I was like, mm, no. Uh, like I'm we're all, you know, because if, if one person gets screwed over, then you're all going to get screwed over. It's not going to be – and you're going to get screwed over again so yeah. like, until, like, there's some kind of organized effort, which is not going to ever happen. you know what sucks about this? Like, like TikTok does things like he is in this – He's in this black TikTokers thing that's sponsored by TikTok, mm-hmm. like this representation minority groups. TikTok won't invite me to minority groups. The fuck? Yeah. I am literally too much of a minority on their platform to be welcome into things. Like I face so much racism on that platform. Holy shit! When I did Omega videos with me in it, oh my god, people were relentless, and then they would call me babies in my the people. I would come on screen in Omega, be like, hey, what's up, man? And then they go, Allahu Akbar, bro. <laughs> you gonna bomb me, Rajesh? Oh, Microsoft tech support. You going to fix my computer? And it's like these fucking milk toast white assholes would do that stuff, and then people in the comments would be like. Uh, okay, so we can't take jokes anymore? White Literally, people. it's not even racist. I mean, some, there are some pick-me minority folks that'll be like, oh, you shouldn't, but, but it's mostly white people. You don't know people. nothing. I, people call me racist all day. Uh, they, call, <laughs> they say racist thing to me. It's just a joke. It's just care, funny. Bro. It's ha, 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 ha. Yeah, um, it's, it's usually just white people that just love to not empathize with people who want to be able to say whatever the hell they want to. Yep, and um, it is exceedingly frustrating over time. And yeah, no, I, I faced so much adversity during that time period. What did TikTok do? Oh, they banned me. Crickets. They no, banned worse than crickets, actually. No, nothing. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it, crickets. If they just leave me alone, I wouldn't give a fuck. The issue is that they banned me perpetually. Um, and, I, and I'm pretty transparent about money. Um, TikTok paid me $1,000 last month. Uh, and, and, and let me I have 5 million followers. And at a certain point last summer before TikTok's banning was in place, I was averaging hundreds of million views a week. So I got up to like $7,000 in a month on TikTok. You got a nice little part-time job at the, at the grocery store. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, it was good income. YouTube, with a quarter or a tenth of those views, pays me in the ball. Like, I'm not going to say, no, uh, uh, let's call it around 50 times as much, mm. if not more than that. Uh TikTok sucks. TikTok doesn't care about its creators at all unless you're in their 1%. YouTube Shorts has made every every single thing available. When you hit 100,000 subs on YouTube, you can e- email, not email, like you can live chat a support person 24 hours a day. Hmm. And they will always help you. If not, they'll email somebody else to help you. And they're so quick with it. They're so helpful. Five million followers on TikTok could never get a single person to help me. Drove me fucking insane. Now being a YouTuber, like I'm much happier. Just like I'm taken care of. And look at, I got a plaque. Uh, you know, for those of you in the video version, you can see I have a pl- YouTube plaque behind mm-hmm. me because I'm a verified. Not a, yeah, I'm verified. I'm actually verified yeah, on YouTube. You are. I'm not verified on any other socials. Like in that way, even Instagram not verified yet. I Instagram just won't reply to my my request. I think I need an agency for that. So I might be signing with Collab What's into point, January. Everything's trying to take your money, bro. Well, and the thing was, at the end of the day, I could get verified, sign these people for for a year, and then you know, have verification and be done with them. It just depends. Mm. Uh, I also wonder how Collab's doing on my dear. I signed with this company called Collab and they've been around since the Vine ages. David Dobrik was signed to them. Cody Co was signed to them. They were like the biggest, the big when Vine first came out. They had this proprietary 
proprietary DRM software to where they like comb the entire internet for your content. They have a machine that you just like mm. compile or software that you compile all of the videos I've created on TikTok, YouTube, whatever, and then they look for version that audios, that sounds, pictures, whatever, and they claim the monetization on all of those videos. So, mm. uh, and I don't know what that'll be in about sixty days. So, so at the beginning of January, I think midway through January. Uh, they're going to send me a check and we'll find out how much that because they're, they're supposed to take a cut of it yeah, as well. Lots of folks that just re-upload your stuff all the time. Lots of folks. Well, I mean, they, they said it's in the thousands. Thousands and thousands really? of videos on the internet. Yeah, that are mine. But they're helping you out, you see. They're like trying oh to Oh my stuff. fucking God. <laughs> there was this guy. His name was yeah. Army Combo. Fucking loser, dude. What a dick. What an asshole. I, he like... Well, you're doxing him, bro. Dude, he took down... <laughs> how unprofessional. What's he up? took down... He uploaded a bunch of videos of mine, and they had hundreds of thousands of views. And at this point, my channel had 100K. And um, I, like, got frustrated, and I commented. And usually I just take the videos, and I commented, hey, can you please take these down? And he's like, no. They're, I'm literally giving you free advertising. Your channel has, like, 500 subs. And uh, I was like, you're going to take mm. these. And then he starts emailing me back and forth, which let's fill some time. Let's see if I can find these emails. I think sure. the emails are just as funny. Um, yeah, um, I'm this this kind of stuff is what makes me happy that I'm, I didn't end up ever doing this because even though it's like you you do good with this kind of stuff, the the crappiness is extra extra crappy at least from what I've heard. Um, so that's why I'm gonna stick to no, a nice uh, non controversial career like writing or being a lawyer. You're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna end up being a YouTuber like me, dude. I I don't think I don't think I would want to do that. I'm just even like there's a diversity of kind of like of content that you can make, but <gasps> oh god, he's such it? a dick, dude! He's such a dick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I don't remember oh, what his initial email is. I said, so uh, I it. said, I saw your email. I do not want you to private my videos. I want you to delete them. I worked hard to come up with new and creative content, and and the more people like you steal them and put them up on your YouTube channel, the less views that uh the less views that I get. And uh, oh my god, let me reread this. Holy crap, I'm stuttering a little bit. I saw your email and I do not want. Uh, he uh, he basically said, "Hey, I'll private some of the videos." And I I was like, "No, you're gonna delete them because if you private videos, you'll get to keep the views on your channel." Mm. Um, so I saw your uh, saw your email. I do not want you to private my videos. I want you to delete them. I work hard to come up with new and creative content, and the more people like you steal them and put them up on your YouTube channel, the less people see it on mine, the less views I get. I was like, if you want to pay me the thousand dollars for lost AdSense, because he was doing like compilations, mm. and I know how much money compilations make. It was like a thousand dollars. Uh, you want to pay me a thousand dollars for my lost AdSense? Then sure, you can keep them up, but I doubt you want to do that. So delete them now. I'm so tired of the insane amount of my content that is stolen. I mean, half of your videos are my videos. It's so disrespectful. You have uh, one hour uh, before I personally will go through and permanently remove the video. Uh, and if the channel view counter doesn't drop, then I know it didn't. And, and I'm going hard. I think this is like later because he's been commenting back and forth. Then he emailed me, and then he said, "Good afternoon." I understand all of that. It seems you very much dislike the thought of you getting more well-known by people posting your videos. It seems you fail to understand that you should be taking people posting your content as a compliment more than anything else. I will delete your videos, but I'm not realizing how much of a selfish creator you are. <laughs> I'm sorry for the inconvenience of my channel helping you get more well-known. I will delete the videos now, and I hope you have a good rest of your social media career. To which I said, excuse me? 
You made your entire channel nothing but my videos. Once I took time and creativity to make. You did nothing but hit download and upload. I did all the work and you attempted to use my hard work to make your channel grow and gain money. Who do you think you are calling me selfish? I actually do work. You've done nothing but take from me and offer me nothing in return. I have an understanding of how YouTube's algorithm works and you getting known by uh, the exclusive place where your content lives and not having it sit around other people without their consent permission all over YouTube. It's it's important that you have it on your own channel. I phrase that weird. Um, I think I'll post a screenshot of my email on Instagram and just show who the selfish creator is. Because I think at this point I was like, I just want to sh- let people read mm-hmm. this shit. Um, because all the videos have been taken down. Do as you wish on here. You're welcome. Uh, and then I said, seems videos are private based on your channel views. I ask you permanently delete them. Uh, and uh, you, what does it say? I type weird, man. You're probably super angry when you're typing this up. You do not get to keep my views, especially after how disrespectful you were to me. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. And he goes, I'll go and delete the private ones for your mental well-being. I'm sorry for the inconvenience this has caused you. If there's still copyright issues, then copyright the channel and call it a day. You're welcome. (laughs) And you know what I did? You copywrote the channel. I copywrote the fucking... He (laughs) left two videos up that had the most views. So two strikes, the channel was gone. Mm. And then TikTok deleted my account. Oof. TikTok deleted my account. So... Two months later, he emails me. See, if you kept my videos up, maybe your career didn't end. Oh my God. Now you have no channel and nothing f- to show for putting your life into that. I'm sorry, but it's called karma. Holy, I didn't know you said that, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, that's real. Holy crap, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You, he like thinks he's like a fucking super villain. Oh my god, he's been lo- he's been stalking you this whole time, bro. Dude, and my response was, I still have three hundred twenty five thousand subscribers on YouTube that I earned with my own content without stealing anything. Your whole account was stolen. You're not a creator. You're barely even a meme account. Make your own videos. I have an insane outpouring of support. I'm sure I'll be able to get my account back. And my account has nothing but original. Oh, content. Did you hit him up after one million? No, dude. Should oh, I? Oh, you should. Should bro, I email him should. and be like, "Hey, hey, remember how my career was gone?" <laughs> Please do that, <laughs> Yo, bro. Everyone Please. comment if you made it this far of the podcast. Comment if I should do that or not. <laughs> um, oh, and around that same time period, fuck. Let me see when these. See if I can pull up the date. Because he. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So that was nine four, uh, eight three. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm trying to find it because around this time period, I received another email from a person requesting. To use my videos, and I'm pretty sure it was him from another account because he'd already burned the bridge, but he told me his name. Or, like, during that whole debacle, like, I knew what his name was, and it was, like, a different email that was him. Mm. And he was like, hey, can I have your permission to upload your videos onto my channel? For so Yeah, I'm dead serious. So how do you know it was him exactly? He, like, like in, in his actual channel, it had, like, his name in the background, and this, this was, like, his actual name. Oh. Yeah, so he's been emailing me from this army combo email. Uh, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> It's like it's it's crazy how people that are not creative and are parasites have such a like protective idea about their work, but like about they're like so like have such an ego about the stuff that they produce even though they didn't produce it in the first place. Yeah, it's super strange. I think I don't know. Uh, I don't think I've ever been like that at all. Like at any point in my career, I don't think I've I ever mean, been. No, you haven't had to because you do stuff creative. Well, I don't think I've had an ego about anything. Like I've never been like, "Ugh, I'm better than you, so you shouldn't do what you do." I mean, yeah, no, not not that kind of ego, I guess. But not that kind of ego, but other kinds of ego. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you kind of have to with this kind of, you know. I I did situation. I did realize that like I had to, I have to be more. Hey, I am successful in front of people, like like in front of other creators and other like when I'm on the phone with YouTube people, I have to like constantly. 
speak about my success and be confident that I'm the best at what I do because that's the only way to network and get better connections and to get like further into the and industry. Talk about what your success means and how you can do it too. Yeah. I partner with YouTube on a lot of things. I mean, if you scroll through TikTok, Gabe Irwin comes up and mm. I talked about it before, but Gabe like called me once that I'm going to be getting dinner with him day after tomorrow in LA mm. with uh, everybody at the creator dinner, which I still don't know what, what holiday chic is, but <laughs> I have to find a, a holiday chic outfit. Um, I'm sure you can find it on Pinterest. Sure. I'm sure somewhere, dude, there was so much to talk about in your personal private life, but we won't talk <laughs> about any of it. I just want to put this out here that like we have things, but we can't discuss things. It's about a, like a, a, a two year NDA, depending on how things go. Two years. I mean, because, you know, you're not going to be like, you know, with your stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> well, but like in fairness, out of the two of us, mm-hmm. I'm more of a worrisome public figure because I think people will know you on this podcast and they should. And people brought you up on the stream mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They won't be as invasive in your life as they are with mine. I, I know that. I know yeah. that. But it's just like the the basic principle of uh, like privacy and, you know, you never know what can happen on the Internet and who can use whatever you put out there for whatever nefarious reasons. Yeah. You're going to get blackmailed. I mean, not that. I just don't trust anyone out there. I don't trust y'all. Yeah. Looking at you. <laughs> I don't trust you. Um, I had a friend drunk dial me the other night. Mm-hmm. She was just calling me in general, but she was drunk. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she went to this Friendsgiving and uh, it was a bunch of girls who went to my high school who, like, I mean, they were they were popular, and I don't think they were ever specifically mean to me, but they certainly, most of them weren't cer- certainly weren't nice. Like, mm-hmm. we just weren't friends. Um, and people bullied me a lot at Hoover High. Like, it was a very common thing um, up until senior year, and then it was fine. But, like, early on, I definitely got, like, quite a bit of lackluster behavior from my peers. And uh, this person... Uh, it's just like they're, they're, she sends me a Snapchat and like, look, every not all of us stalking your Instagram right now. And I was like, oh, it's so weird. And then she drunk dolls me like a week or so later. And she's like, Hudson, I was literally telling all of them. Like, you guys were so fucking mean. <laughs> Hudson's such a good person. He's so good. He's so nice. And he's so kind. And he's so nice. And do a good he like, like deserves all the success and like yeah what he does is weird <laughs> <laughs> like the videos are weird but mm. he's so nice he's no idea like i know the mickey mouse stuff and like the, it's inappropriate but like mm-hmm. he's more than just the impression <laughs> <laughs> um it's more than just the mask i'm more than just the mask that i wear um but yeah that was gosh so fun just a fun validating validating experience i'm just now remembering i should probably hit up benny the comic historian and say, Ooh. B-Man, you look in the film, uh, I'm going to say, are you still free <laughs> to film soon? So Benny, the comic historian, um, is an amazing YouTuber, one that I watch a lot growing up, and I have been on his channel recently doing uh, reviews of Young Justice, which is my favorite show of all time. Um, and now I have a very special connection to that show because of my friend Jason, which mm. I talked about on the last podcast, but, uh, Jason and I spoke the other day, which last time you were here was, no, th- that was last week you yeah. were here with the voice message and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we probably talked about it on the last mm-hmm. pod. Um, but yeah, he, uh, Arcane has really taken off. 
I think I'm gonna. I don't know what Ar- what is Arcane. It's like a League of Le- League of Legends has a bunch of characters, and this is like an animated version with like the League of Legends. Like, but like that, I think that doesn't do it justice. I think it's like a really just good animated. Yeah, like show. a lore cartoon, basically. I think so. I think so. But it's like high budget, high stuff. Haley Steinfeld's in it. I like He's I like uh, fantasy lore kind of stuff, so I'd be down. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna download it all and watch it on my flight to LA, and just just to stay up to date with it. But yeah, Jason's in that. Do you watch you watch Digimon growing up, right? A little bit. Okay, uh, do you remember Ty, the lead guy with the goggles? Yeah, the the kid with Ag- yeah, 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 with Agumon. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a very specific. It's named Seth something, who's voiced Ty in every American adaptation except for one, Revenge of Diaboromon. Jason voiced him. Oh, for real? Jason voiced Taiji Kamiya. I had like a moment because he's like my favorite. He's like my favorite thing. But that said, the original voice actor is so iconic. I kind of want to mm-hmm. go back and like listen to it and see how it differs from Ty's actual voice because that was like a weird thing where Disney got the rights to it so it was just like a whole different process um, mm. do they no. still have the rights to it no they, they own everything now so I just they do they do I mean they, they sold because they bought like Saban's so like they like Digimon a bunch of anime stuff and they had po- Power Rangers but they don't have any of that anymore <laughs> if Disney cared about Power Rangers they could have made something fucking awesome besides the point <laughs> I digress um a lot of nerdy topics that I'd like to talk about. On, on this channel, I'm planning um, through December, we're doing Harry Potter weekend. Hey. Isaiah has never watched a Harry Potter movie. So, well, you know, it was a long time ago, so I don't really remember. You watched them? Like, I, I remember they were on, I was on vacation with my dad and my brother, but that's, you know, I didn't really. Give me some memories. Give me some memories. Some memories? Just like things things from it that you like remember. I really, I really don't remember any. I, rem- I remember the setting. I remember there in the, the school. And do, do. I don't know, like, she and uh, Hermione and and Ron were having, like, a romance kind of thing, but that's pretty much all I remember. So they were, like, adults? Yeah. Fuck me, because they're, like, children. They're not having a romance up until, like, the... It was, we, there was, like, like a marathon on that was just kind of, we were, like, playing cards and stuff. Harry Potter weekend. Yeah. On ABC Family. Yeah, yeah, definitely something like that. Um, Okay. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, I've never seen Harry Potter. Let me let me tell you anything. something amazing about Harry Potter that you probably already know because I talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. There's one Asian character. Ah, yes. <laughs> well, we talked about this a while ago. I probably talked about it on the mm-hmm. podcast already. Yo, her name is Cho Chang. <laughs> Was Ching Chong taken, J.K. Rowling? I Holy want sh- to name her Ching Chong Chopsticks. No, no, J- no, no you, 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 can't, you can't do that, Jay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why not? Bloody hell, she's an, ing- <laughs> she's an Asian. No, you, you got you to come up with something else. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a name. I dropped my pans down the stairs, same way the parents did to name them. <laughs> Ching Chong, Pen Pong, Ping Pong. Oh, oh my God. Oh, JK, you can't, you can't, you, you can't say, say that, say love. That. You, have, you, you have to stop. <laughs> you have to be very careful. You're going to get cancelled. Careful. They turn into fucking Scottish. JK, you can't, you can't do that. You've also, got to be careful. Also, though. this whole chapter here where it said transgendered people do not matter. Oof. I wanted to talk to you about that. In the wizarding world that I created, <laughs> I go to American accent. I can't do <laughs> <laughs> um, She has a specific way of talking. Um, I guess they all do. She's just like she's just like. What's wrong with it? In magic, in the magical world, there are no transgendered people. And just the, like in the real and world, all the Chinese JK. people are named Cho Chang. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that, Cho. Jo- <laughs> you can't do that, JK Rowling. Do that, Joanne. I just imagine. I imagine there like is a cut of fucking Harry Potter where she's just like. Fucking racist, and <laughs> like, like the editor's like, okay, no, no, no. Because remember, Hermione was actually black, and and Dumbledore was gay. Are you serious? That's what she, she does. Is retroactive? No, it's her, like, Hermione was black. She tried to because they they did a play with Hermione, and she was cast because in the theater they they don't really do like race casting like they do in uh, in in film. What so the Alexander was, Hamilton cast was so yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. 
Uh, no, she was. Uh, yeah, she was black in this play. People were upset about it and instead of J.K. saying like, "Oh, you know, this is just how we do it in theater." She was like, "Actually, you know, Hermione was. Uh, she was black." Something along those lines, but then people like pointed out culture that she like definitely was not black in the books. Yeah. Uh, so well, you know, if like you know, just just write diverse characters. Don't try to do dude, it, dude. No, I, but like, I am brown. Uh huh. I was not a fucking walking, talking brown stereotype. <laughs> <in high> school. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> what do you want to do after school, Isaiah? Do you want to ride around in my Toyota Corolla? Is that, like, a, is that a stereotype, bro? Toyota for Corolla? some reason, no. I just remember this kid. His name was Arham Khan. Oh. And like he moved from Pakistan in the fifth grade or not in the fir- in he kindergarten, came in the sixth. dude. And like he used to post on Facebook about his dad's brand new Toyota Corolla all the time, <laughs> which is like like what a fucking weird like hype up. We were all cringy back then. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it's a common car for Uber drivers to, to to drive, and it's like a taxi cab, so like it's worth being racist about. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I meant like the bit that we were doing, uh-huh. but like. Uh, so outside of Cho Chang, there's the Parvita twins or something like that, and it's two like Indian or Pakistani girls, and it's like so. There's this ball that happens uh, in the the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's this Yuletide ball. Uh, Emma Watson's wearing this beautiful gown. Oh, uh, they have these beautiful ballroom dresses. Ron is wearing this kind of like dopey, like ugly tuxedo because it's like a hand-me-down because he's broke as fuck. <laughs> and Harry's like rich as all hell and gives him no money. Uh, but they're magic, so they live in like the most massive house. It's a tiny house, but you go inside and it's massive. Such a stupid... It's bigger on the inside. Being broke in the wizarding world makes no fucking sense. Couldn't you just create every... <laughs> besides the point. But um, fucking Harry... Uh, Harry's wearing a normal tux, and then there's the Parvita twins, which Harry ends up having to go with one of them. Hmm. Uh and Ron, Ron and Harry both go with the, the twins. And they wear fucking shavar kameezes. But, like, in a cringy way. Not, like, really beautiful shavar kameez where they, like, address it all. It's, like, they're so sticking out of place. Like a Halloween costume like, kind of? Yes. Like, <laughs> I I just think that there are places to do that and have representation. And then there's places where it's just, like, this just feels, like, excessive. Like, this just feels like you did this to do it. Yeah, they can just wear uh, not that. And it would be totally fine. You wouldn't. You'd still have your Dude, diversity. Chow Chang pulls up in a kimono. In <laughs> <laughs> a kimono. In a kimono. <laughs> That's not even the right Asian. In the handbook. <laughs> She's. She pulls up like a geisha, and she's like, like "Ni hao." <laughs> Chop chow down to Chinatown. Oh my god! Bro. <laughs> I showed him that video. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh. there's this incredible video on the internet of this uh, white woman singing this song. Um, I don't even remember how it starts. How does it start? Uh, Chop chow down to Chinatown. I wanna. I want to be ninja. Uh, I want to be ninja. Uh, I want to chop 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 chow down. Chop chow down to Chinatown. Uh, and there's there's like an Asian lady right there in front of her. <laughs> Bro, it's not. It's also not a parody. This like fucking woman, <laughs> literally this this white woman just makes this song, and it's it it's like. Worse than that. That that opening is not the racist it, part. No, no. And then <laughs> like, she does the accent. Ho Chi Minh coming down, Chow Chow to Chinatown. Uh, it's a. Uh, it was so cringe. It's bro. incredible. But uh, I don't know why the fuck I just brought that up. No, that song starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Cho Chang walks in the room. I want to be ninja. So it's like, oh, good representation, Jake. She was dating Robert Pattinson in that movie. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, that's not a spoiler. I know David Tennant's in the movie. Yeah, he's he's in like he's two in everything. Scenes. He's yeah. in two scenes of yeah. that. He's good at it. He like hello, okay. father. Because he did that. That's all I remember. Why the fuck do you do? Okay, okay. I'm okay. I'm looking forward to doing commentary checks this yeah. movie with you. We're gonna do a lot of them in like one sitting though, as much I'm, as we can. I'm fine. I'm gonna have my coffee. 
It's going to be a miserable experience. We have to wake up like 10 a.m. and start them. I mean, <laughs> no, I always like the idea of that. But when actually it's like a, a, a practice, it's pretty miserable. It's like, oh, yeah. so I got to watch all these movies. Like, That's going to be incredible. Uh, yeah. We just typed something else on the commentary track list. What was it? We typed something today in the bookstore. Um, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. I have never one. seen the live action Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. which is just like a feat of cinema. Truly. It just, they look so scary. Did they really to you? But they, I, I love them when I was a kid because they was like their eyes are like uh, uh, <laughs> <it was> just <laughs> just and then eat the pizza like nah bro I'm bro like, that's that that is what like made I was a fiend for pizza as a kid because that movie. The Ninja Turtles yeah because they have this opening uh, like in the second movie they open with everybody in New York eating pizza and it's got this incredible music to it but it's so great and it's like the cheesiest thing like people are eating pizza and the cheese is just like stretching all yes. the way out yeah, that's like what they did in uh, the cartoons yeah and then but you find out how they make that that kind of pizza is that real well in commercials how they get gooey pizza like that mm. they like make it with glue ew yeah um but no, the pizza's real. But then, like but in the movie, look, it's Domino's like or Pizza Hut sponsored. So like, <laughs> it's like New York City, and everyone's eating, like really things. And then they just show like Domino's packaging. <laughs> they look like Power Rangers villains as well. Like the way like they, they were the in Power Rangers. They were in Power Rangers in space. Wait, wait, wait! They're I know this. I know this. I saw. Okay. I, I remember this. Yes. There's this low budget, terrible Ninja Turtles cartoon or live action TV show made. They introduced a fifth female turtle. Idiotic. Doesn't make any sense. And then they had them cross over with the Power Rangers and they like ride gliders in space at some point. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I love Power Rangers, by the way. Yeah, Power Rangers is dope. We Power were Rangers big Power so Rangers dope. boys. Power Loved. Rangers, I'm going to put it out here right now. This 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 podcast, I'm recording it 12-4-2021. Power Rangers has potential to be a Marvel-level superhero franchise if it is managed correctly, and I hope that it will happen. If they adapt the comics, do you think? Yes, well, f- I mean, use. I think you use it as a template because the comics pulls too much from Power Rangers, like years of mythos. I say fuck the mythos. Mm. I say like, do a version of Shattered Grid, which is like their whole multiversal storyline, but like, do it while interlinking it with the TV shows while making it clear this is like a campy kid mm. show. This is the real thing, and like have it in the multiverse, but then push it away because they do this really interesting concept. I'm gonna explain this because I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm gonna do this really quickly, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is weird. That's like you're the Mickey Mouse guy talking about Power Rangers. I know that's strange. Um, the Power Rangers guy talking about Mickey Mouse. So, uh, oh, there's a fucking tab on the Discord called Podcast Ideas that we could have looked at. Ooh. They literally put that in there. So, people in the Discord, we could have done this, the whole, done this time. whole time. We Bruh. really we picked up steam in the last ten minutes, and I'm fucking pissed uh. off about it. You know when we picked up steam? It's fine. Uh, I got a little weird playing Final Fantasy and didn't even watch it. Oh, he didn't even watch. Benny didn't watch fucking Young Justice yet. Bro. Ben. Benny. Benny. Benny boy. I can just do the review Gabagool. myself. Gabagool. Um, Gabagool. Uh, so, Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, in the original show, they're, uh, they're five teenagers with attitude. And they introduce another team member later. He's Tommy. He's the Green Ranger. And uh, the leader of the Power Rangers is the Red Ranger, Jason Scott. He's fucking awesome. And there's an Asian Ranger, a Yellow Ranger. Ah, I forget. <laughs> She's uh, the saber-toothed tiger. Yep. Oh, my God. Yes. Her name is Trini. She, that actress died very sadly, Aww. tragically in a car accident mm. early on, but not during the run of the show, right after the show. Wonderful girl. Yes, the Asian Ranger was yellow. Uh, and then the next Ranger, the Zach, super talented martial artist, loves hip hop. You know where I'm going. This. <laughs> the Black Power Ranger was also the one black guy on the team. <laughs> I'm the Urban Ranger. Dude, they have him like <laughs> dancing in the fucking thing. But I love him. Zach's awesome. I got Okay. The <laughs> ne- for the next podcast, there's a movie I want to talk about. Where they do like some crap like that with their black character. Their one black female character. I got to find out what it was. Um, yeah, it's, you know, th- th- they did that so much back then, and I just accepted it yeah, to, like, yeah, wholesale. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know but that it was actually. 
He's a hip hop martial artist. Uh, he's awesome. But those three Rangers in the middle of the show, the middle of the second or of the first season, or maybe the second season, they're just like they have to go to the World Peace Summit. They're in high school. What the <laughs> fuck is the World Peace Summit? And then they just leave the show. What actually happened I can't go was to Germany. I have homework. They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so they weren't union actors, and mm. the show wasn't a union production, and they wanted better pay, so they let them go. And they hired different rangers on instead. But scabs, it, bro. They 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 brought on three rangers. One of them being Johnny Young Bosch, who ended up replacing the Black Ranger. And uh, then the Black Ranger was the Asian guy, and the <laughs> Yellow Ranger was the Black Girl. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I can't make that up. Uh, Aisha was her name. Um, Aisha. But Adam Johnny Young Bosch, he went on to be like an incredibly talented voice actor. Who his f- first voice acting role was doing like ad libs over Power Ranger mm. stuff because when they wear the helmet, it would sometimes be the Sentai footage. Um, so super cool that he ended up doing that. He, he's voiced some really iconic characters like Ichigo and stuff like that. Besides the point, the three Rangers just leave. They leave the show. There's no real explanation for it. As two seasons later, one of them, the Red Ranger comes back to play the Gold Ranger and it's really cool. He gets mm-hmm. to come back in a different team, but they don't really address him leaving. In the comics, they fucking have this event called Shattered Grid where the multiverse gets all messed up. A bunch of things happen and at the end of it, same thing, World Peace Conference, they leave. Turns out, they went to space to become the Omega Rangers. They're more powerful versions of the oh, Power Rangers, yes. like much more powerful. Uh, and the reason they are is they're fighting multiversal threats. So the shattering of the grid messed up the universe. There's just like the new Spider-Man No Way Home. We have villains from other universes coming in, villains from other universes, other power. People have gotten energy to tap in. If you've ever heard of DC Comics Flash Speed Force, that's like this extra-dimensional energy. The morphing grid in Power Rangers is the exact same concept basically, mm. but for... Power Rangers. Um, Who produces the Power Rangers Boom comics? Studios. Mm. They're incredible. They're incredible, incredible, incredible. They've done collaborations with DC Comics. Mm-hmm. If you want to read uh, Power Rangers meet the, the Justice League, it's really fun. Ooh. You can also read Ninja Turtles meet the Justice League. There's a movie, Ninja Turtles and the Justice down. League. It's super great. Ninja Turtles and Batman is a movie. But uh, yeah, so uh, they go off to space and they become the Omega Rangers. And it's like a secret that they're mm. in space. So they keep telling them, yeah, sorry, reception's really bad here in the World Peace Conference. And then they pan out and it's them in these like awesome new Power Rangers suits on like an alien planet. Um, and they're fighting these extra-dimensional threats. So basically it's like aliens, like already the villains of Power Rangers, mm-hmm. but now they can use Power Ranger abilities because Power Ranger abilities make you super strong, whatever. Uh, I forgot what their, what, what their thing was. It was never like explicitly said because mm-hmm. it's a kid's show. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but um, it's awesome. And there's a scene which like, you know, I've already gotten nerdy into this. I'm going to I'm gonna go full all the way in. <laughs> Lord Zed is the big bad mm-hmm. of fucking Power Rangers. He was so scary at the time. He is one of the coolest costumes. If you just get bored, I don't care if you've never seen Power Rangers, look up his design. It was so incredible back then. Um, and it, it, to this day, it holds up. And he is the most powerful big bad. There is a part in this series where like, the, the Mighty Morphin Rangers on Earth don't know the Omega Rangers' identities. They have to keep it a secret because they have their memories from what happened during Shattered Grid, but the regular Rangers don't because like, the timeline was all funky. Yeah. So they can't tell them that they're the Omega Rangers. <clears throat> so they pull up to Earth because one of the, their villains comes to Earth, starts making ruckus, beats the shit out of the Mighty Morphin Rangers. <clears throat> the Mighty Morphin Rangers, or the Omega Rangers pull up, they take down that villain, and then Jason... The Red Ranger, the original Red Ranger, now the Omega Red Ranger just goes, I'm done with this. Gets into his Zord, flies to the moon, and then 1v1s Lord Zed and just takes him out. <laughs> and that's like, dude, he just took down the most, like, the, the big bad. of Epic stuff, bro. It's basically like if fucking Spider-Man was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Flies to Titan and one-shots <laughs> Thanos. Like, that's the fucking equivalency. I'm done talking about Power Rangers. Thanos. <laughs> Such a weird thing. <laughs> Such a weird tangent. I talk about fucking oh, Harry Potter and Power Now Rangers. introducing the Nerdy Crap Podcast. Yeah, welcome back to Bad Days where we talk about nerd shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> fun fact, there is a old animated cartoon thing on 
uh, YouTube that I recently discovered called Bad Days, and it's Marvel cartoons. Oh. And it's like really fun, and Stanley does cameos and stuff. We'd watch it later. Yeah, sure. And hopefully yeah. it doesn't legally get me into any <laughs> kerfuffles. Oh, never they, 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 they pretty much abandon it. Never uh, that. Ben, you said you free in the morning. I literally fly <laughs> out at 5 a.m., Ben. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, guys, uh, if you really want to recommend stuff to the podcast, you have my number. You can shoot me a text. You can DM me on Instagram, at Hassan Kader. And if you are a member of the community in the Discord, you can literally, there is a thing that says podcast recommendations. We're going to talk about a lot more mm-hmm. stuff. We definitely read it as well. I I, <laughs> I try to read the, the fucking Discord. It's like mm. 1,600 people now. Yeah, it's, it's quite huge. A, quite a bit of folks. Um, but I'm really looking forward to commentary tracks. Um, I wanted to do Spidey December and just mm. do like Spider-Man leading up to No Way Home, but I'm leaving and I'll see No Way Home before I come back. Yeah. But we can still do Spidey December and go see it in theaters again. Sure, yeah. I, mean, I imagine it's going to be incredible. You, you will have had the, the big experience by then. So Yeah, I may or may Fingers not. Crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers um, crossed. The creative director of YouTube Shorts pitched me to Sony to go to that premiere. So we'll see if it happens. It might. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, guys, I love you. Uh, next week's episode will be a little bit late because I will be in L.A. for an extra couple days. So, uh, guys, my name's Hassan Gadir. I sincerely hope your bad days are your best stories. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Have a good one. Later. <laughs>